Hey everyone, welcome to the Mass Construction Show. I'm your host, Joe Kelly, and this podcast about all things construction in Massachusetts and beyond. Today is going to be a quick episode just to catch people up on a few things that have been going on. Say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, whatever else I am missing this time of year. Also, thanks to Cespresso, C, it's C, Espresso, but it's one word, Cespro, Cespresso. Uh, Well, that's it. That's the best I'm going to get. And he wrote a review on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, excuse me. He said, the episode with Tyler Grace is an absolutely wonderful episode and my favorite so far, understanding from every perspective how the inspector has to navigate over 9,000 pages of building code, political pressures, citizen service, life safety, and the livelihood of the trades was insightful and necessary. I hope we have more episodes just like this. Well, you're going to be glad because as you saw already, we had Mike's follow-up on his take as a you know, 15 plus year inspector, commissioner, zoning officer. So hopefully, Espresso, you enjoyed that one as well. But I wanted to put it out there because I like how he succinctly talked about, you know, the voluminous, voluminous, whatever the right word is, their nature of the code, the political pressures, citizens, service, life safety, and the livelihoods of the trade, which is what Tyler really brought up. So I thought it captured that well. And if you haven't listened to that episode with Tyler Grace or Mike's follow-up, I think it's worthwhile. You might want to go back and get uh, have a listen and get a different perspective on what it takes to be a building inspector. A couple more thank yous. I'm not going to catch everybody, so please forgive me. But, you know, thanks to the customers throughout the year, uh, AZ Corp, WT Rich, CAFCO, NEI, New England Construction, Sterling, Northern Contracting, Delbrook, Vantage, Shamit, Central, Commonwealth, some various municipalities, Delbrook, Honcourt Related Beal, Dalfior, New England Builders and Contractors, Cox, Lee Kennedy, Moriarty, Consigli, there's Keith Construction. Who else am I missing? There's a bunch of folks out there, but thank you to all of them. The Procopio Companies, Atlantic Air Products, Northeastern, DP Aero and Brown, uh, too many to name. So thank you to you all. Forgive me, just, you know, kind of winging it there, but those are the people that have worked with us all year, and we hope to continue to keep working with you for many more. Thank you for being excellent customers. Appreciate that. Next up, the Aurora fires. This past week, there was a large fire on a wood frame construction site in Aurora, Aurora, Colorado. And a couple of things to note was they pointed out they had trouble because there was construction equipment in the way and they couldn't get to the job site. So folks, please take a look at your job sites. And if you have lifts or uh, loaders or forklifts even, or deliveries or dumpsters. If you have things in the fire department access lanes, got to find a better way to store them, got to move them on, you know, get a parking spot, whatever you got to do, but you got to make sure you keep the sites clear so fire departments can get at them. They had that problem at the Worcester High School, I believe, and it continues to just be a problem, especially when you're not there. So at the end of the night, when you're leaving, we got to make sure the access is clear 
make sure you're not charging lifts and they're dead or you can't find keys so in an emergency uh when you are there you're able to move them so please take a look at fire department access it's huge it was a big problem out at the aurora fire um there was something else that was an issue for them oh hydrants some of the hydrants weren't activated NFP 241, the latest edition now says that you need to have the fire hydrants active before you start going vertical. So that will take that away. But, you know, we're going to make sure that we got to get the fire hydrants on as early as possible. So it's really about access, access to hydrants, access to the building. And then a third thing was they had propane tanks on fire. So fuel storage, where we're putting them. Um, they were burning off and I think they said they were trying to just keep them wet to keep them cool so they wouldn't have an explosion. Major issue, a couple of things I want to point out, maybe we can make changes on our job sites and that would be great. And then the other interesting thing was two days later or <clears throat> three days later, there was another f fire. I think they said Colfax or something like that, but right in Aurora, Colorado neighborhood. So seems like there might be be potentially some arson going on there no one has said that i don't think any you know fire services or police have said that but it seemed very odd to have two construction fires that close together both on wood frame in pretty much the same neighborhood so reason i bring it up not just because wow that's crazy if there's someone doing that but the fact that we think that okay hey we have no exposures here there's hasn't been any hot work going on things like that but could be arson it could be um which is intentional it could be homeless people there's any way there's a whole host of ways that our building can catch on fire so you might look at it and say hey we're leaving this we don't have even we don't even have temp electric we don't have temp heat running we don't have anything our building's safe it's just a you know empty boxes nothing's going to catch on fire here it's not just construction we're protecting against it is other people either intentionally or unintentionally causing a fire in our building and we need to make sure that our buildings are prepared and safe and easy for fire department to access another thing i want to bring up is youtube this year we're going to be doing some new stuff with live on youtube i don't want to say it yet but i think you're all going to enjoy it if you're a listener of this podcast you I, i'm pretty confident you're going to enjoy what we're planning on doing in 2024 but Part of doing that is YouTube needs, um, well, I think it's a thousand followers to get to some of the uh, YouTube live availabilities on a mobile device. So if you could head on over to Mass Construction on YouTube and subscribe, that would be a big part. We're going to need that to make things happen in 2024. So I appreciate ahead of time that, you know, if you get over there and do that for us, it will be much appreciated and will go a long way <clears throat> i'm also curious what were your favorite shows of the year you know i really enjoyed the purchases show that was kind of an eye-opener for me um, people really enjoyed the scott danzer show but i'm curious what you liked so please find me on social in some way and i think i might want to kind of do a year recap of like the top five podcasts of the year so if you can find a way to reach out and let me know, that would be great. Upcoming episodes, we're going to have Kevin Joyce, former building commissioner in the city of Boston, now zoning attorney. He's going to give some really good insight on Board of Appeals, 
process here in Boston. So if you're interested in that type of stuff, he is the person to listen to. Also, a, also we did an episode on how to write a fire exposure analysis. Good video content going with that. And that's kind of a pillar piece moving forward that I'm excited about. So Kevin Joyce will be interesting from a zoning perspective. Uh, we have Tony Caputo, Jack Beckworth, and myself discussing fire exposure analysis, which is a requirement of NFPA 241. And we have a bunch of episodes coming from Mike Procopio as well. A bunch of them we recorded, so they'll get rolled out in the new year as well. So Kevin Joyce, fire exposure analysis. We'll keep up with the Scott Van Voris stuff. Please tell me if you like those quick hits. And please also check out Ask Mascon Mike over on Instagram. Send, our, send your questions in if you would like Mike to answer some questions with respect to the code. Last thing I want to mention, give me a second here so I can pull it up. <clears throat> so it looks like 10th edition moves forward. The governor's office released the draft 10th edition of the Massachusetts State Building Code just a few days back. There is going to be a tentative public hearing on Jan the week of January 29th, and then there needs to be a total of three. So over the next following two weeks, so over a three-week period starting the week of January 23rd, there will be public hearings, assuming there is nothing you know, substantial that comes from those public hearings they should be able to shortly after that pick a date and make the 10th edition active. There will most likely be a concurrency period that goes along with that. It's typically six months, but it could be three months. It could be four months, but Christmas present is here. We might actually have a 10th edition. Up next, we have some audio from an Instagram live with Skip Kramer. But before I give you the rundown on that, I do want to take a minute to just say thank you. I usually say in the beginning of the show, but thanks to Central, I always say supporters of our conversations. They truly are. They're members of the community. They're listeners of the show. They love what we do and we appreciate their support. It allows me to do some of the things I do with Focus Forward and spend that money to record with multiple people and get some really good quality video. All that is because of Central. So I'd like to just take this moment to thank them. Also let you know that they have agreed to come back for 2024 as well. So that's equally as exciting. So if you get the chance, please say thanks to Chris or any of the other folks at Central that you work with or reach out to them, even if you don't and say, hey, thanks, we appreciate this. It means a lot to the industry. <clears throat> Up next, Skip hops on an Instagram Live with me. I was doing an Instagram Live, similar, covering a lot of content similar in this podcast here. But Skip top, hopped on and he talked about some of the things he sees from an estimating standpoint, jobs coming down the line. And I think it's really great to have input from business owners in our field and see what are they having for data points? What do they think 24, 25 looks like? Jobs are on the books, things like that. So he's got some interesting perspectives there. So you'll hear a little bit of a repeat, but if you hang on, you'll get some great insight from Skip. And now I need a smooth intro to this Instagram, which I don't have. So go ahead and listen up to what Skip has to say. Mr. Kramer. Can you hear me? There he is. There we go. How are we doing? 
So I, I did a uh, impromptu live, you know, wishing everybody a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that kind of stuff. Happy Hanukkah. And thanked clients, and then you popped on, so thank you. That, well, yeah. We appreciate everything that you do for us, believe me. Yeah, oddly enough, uh, for people watching, Skip was my probably first real client uh, before I had actually gotten business. Skip and I chatted, and uh, so Skip was my, uh, my, my first client, and I'm very appreciative of that. You might want to know one of the other things we, we talked about. I don't know if you saw there was a fire in Aurora, Colorado this week big construction site fire so uh, that was was massive there was a problem fire department had trouble getting access to it uh hydrants weren't activated they had propane tanks that caught on fire and they were trying to wet them down so they wouldn't explode and then two days later there's another construction site fire in aurora so they didn't come out and say it but i think there's probably arson going on so it was a uh, kind of scary and it's scary because you have potential potentially i want to say but it seems like there's arson going on on construction sites and you think you do all the right things from your construction perspective and then someone goes and starts a fire or there's a homeless person in there so it's um it's interesting but there was some good lessons in there for for folks i have and i don't want to say what it is yet but i have planned um a YouTube live kind of thing for 2024. And I think we should chat about that offline. I'd be curious your opinion. See if maybe Atlantic Air might want to be involved somewhere too. So, and it's funny, I thought of you this week and I almost called you this weekend to discuss it. Yeah, we'll have to do that. I think 2024 is going to be a big year for the combined companies, I think. I'm looking forward to doing some uh, formal education for a certain subsector of uh, our, uh, our our common uh, market here. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's interesting that like that fire rated duct piece. I mean, you and I, uh, not that we ever wanted to do this, but had to get way into the weeds on what's allowed for fire rated duct. You know, what are the sections of the code that you can kind of used to um, get the most out of fire rated duct and after a long slog you guys have seen seeming to make some good traction in that front we have and i you know i i want to give you your uh, uh just props on that because uh it was a, a long heavy hard road and uh 2023 really saw a huge pickup in our uh success in the market and mm -hmm. 2024 I think, you know, we'll continue with that, but um, your connections in the uh, AHJ and the code uh, consulting industry really were instrumental in that, as you well know. The, uh, it, it was quite a heavy lift, and it, it was, uh, it took a, an extended uh, community effort to get this thing over the finish line, but I think we're, uh, we're certainly off to the races at this point. Yeah, no, I, we're there. And now I'd be curious because I'm seeing a mix from all the companies that I work with. Some people looking like they have good 2024s, other areas definitely not having good 2024s. I think the multifamily residential, if you're not in the affordable space, is looking really challenging. 
if you were heavy, heavy life science, that seems like it's potentially challenging. Have you seen anything from, uh, you know, with new inquiries, that type of stuff? Have you seen things slowing or holding or? I, I would have to say that there has definitely been a cooling uh, in the overall, uh, uh, I guess, in our estimating group. Okay. Uh, definitely uh, not the fast and furious pace it was a year ago. Yep. And we do participate heavily in the life science arena, and we're very pleased with the backlog we have, but that's definitely going to be a challenge, I think, by the end of this year, yep. unless something changes. Um, and, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of uh, uptick in uh, higher ed institutional type activity which it just trends the way that it normally does. Yep. Large institutions tend to spend money when construction becomes a little bit cheaper. Yep. So we're seeing a big uptick in that. Hmm. Uh, we're very excited. We are opening a New York City office in cool. 2023. That is exciting. Uh, and despite the what you hear and see that New York is in a big construction downturn, it's still a massive market, and we're really looking forward to uh, getting down there. Uh, we picked up all of our existing product lines that we have in New England in New York, so that's very exciting. Excellent. Yeah, I was. That's. I'm glad to hear you say that you saw the uptick in the institutional stuff because, like you said, that's typically what happens, right? Things slow down. The institutional places like to take opportunity of lowering prices, so public and institution work holds. You know, but my fear was I was wondering if with the struggle that colleges had with the amount of people going virtual, I didn't know if those institutions were going to be the lifeline that they kind of have been in past economies. But what you're seeing as far as estimates coming in, it seems like they are following course. Yeah, so far so good. You know, in the last quarter, there's been a huge uptick. And a lot of those projects won't be realized until late, you know, in 2024 or beyond. But mm-hmm. um, a, a, a huge uptick for us in HVAC in, in those markets. Okay, great. All right. Well, I have another class to go to, so I got to get on the road. And my guess is there's going to be a lot of down trees that I'm going to have to fight through. So, heading over to Quincy, your uh, your neighborhood. Well, uh, have a Merry Christmas and, uh, you know, have a, a really good holiday season with your family, and I'm sure we'll be talking soon. You too. And then I'm going to give you a buzz when I'm on the road, because um, I do want to talk to you about that live thing. I think um, it'd be interesting. And I'm excited that I need you to, I need the commitment that we're going to do some fire-rated duck work uh, training 2024. <laughs> Awesome. Great. All right. Thanks, Kip. Thanks, everybody that listened. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.